Oh boy. So there's a video I've been wanting to do and I've had people request it and I don't know where to put it. And that's normally what ends up on the podcast is normally stuff that I don't know how to do a video about it. Race. And I, you know, I've been talking about why hockey isn't bigger in the States and, and people always come back to well, black kids don't play hockey. So I look up some articles on that. Studies show that, well, black people don't watch hockey because they're not exposed to it as kids. That's what you're exposed to as kids. And yet, the percentage of minorities in hockey has gone up over the last 20 to 30 years, just not at the rate that we've seen in other sports. It is seen as a predominantly white sport. And I, I can't think of a way to do a video on this. Excuse me. I can't think of a way to do a video on this, which is going to be... Um, sensitive to the topic and not end up with some stupid flame war in the comments. I, I don't understand. I, I guess what I find baffling is this. If the Vancouver Canucks go out and win the Stanley Cup next year and the, the entire team is Swedish and Finnish and American and half of them are black, I don't care. And I've, I'm of the opinion that I want to see the best athletes in the National Hockey League. I want to see the best players. When I see Pac-Man Jones' kid, Seth Jones, playing in the National Hockey League, I see that as a benefit, as a huge, huge deal. That these kids who are, you know, born athletes choose hockey over the sport they're supposed to pick. And there are plenty of parents who are saying, I'm not putting my kid in football because it's too dangerous. Sadly hockey also has with the concussions and all of that it has the the stigma that it's a dangerous sport as well because it kind of is so i don't know a way to to tackle the entire issue of race in hockey and do it justice and this is what i've been straining myself over the last couple hours trying to figure out a way to do it like i can talk about montreal and the vesna trophy and how they caused the change to happen where you know the jennings and the jennings was born and the vesna was done differently and i can talk about why hockey is the greatest sport on the planet and i i really truly feel that way but i get disheartened and and maybe it's because there's a lot of emotions running high right now with vegas doing as well as they are in the stanley cup final and there's a lot of fans who are angry about that and i i don't i don't get it i'm not like here's the thing like people keep talking about how oh this is fixed and rigged and this is terrible and this is horrible if i thought that at all i'd be choked that vancouver boston and dallas two of the three missed the playoffs this year uh this is the second year in a row for dallas third year in a row for vancouver they've missed the playoffs boston got to round two and then went out I would be choked if I thought that the NHL was actually handing a Stanley Cup to somebody. But this all comes back around. If you look at who's promoting the game right now, who's doing the hockey 101s, those videos are being done by Snoop Dogg. Who's one of the big celebrities at the home games for the Vegas Golden Knights? Little John. See, the idea that, that hockey is exclusively for white people, yeah, that's there unless you open your eyes and take a look at what's going on right now. You look at the celebrities that are promoting it. They pointed out that when the Chicago Blackhawks won their last Stanley Cup, that the amount of, of black people in the city of Chicago that were interested in hockey rose by 10%. And it, it's not a necessary demographic for the NHL to get into one of the bigger... Um, 
to become one of the big leagues, but it really helps. And it's it's funny because you know you talk about this, and then it becomes, oh, you want inclusion? Yeah, kinda. I I also think it would be great if if a if a hockey player or somebody in sports could come out of the closet and not have to worry about their career being destroyed and being called every name under the sun. But like for me, it's, it's, it's not as simple as a lot of people make it out to be like saying we'd like to see inclusion of everybody doesn't mean that any one group has to be excluded. I guess that's the weird part is if, if the league has more visible minorities in it, that doesn't mean that, white people aren't playing it anymore or you're not going to want to watch like and I think back to like my grandparents and, and great grandparents and just rampant racism I saw growing up and, and thinking to myself I don't think that way you know I, I hung out with people of different races and from different nationalities I didn't care it didn't make any difference to me I don't see the point um and and certainly in my family, I was told that there there is a difference. I remember, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the actress. There was an actress on Young and the Restless who, um, my grandmother liked her. And she said, she's a really pretty girl. She's got to have some white in her. And I thought, huh, that's, uh, that's something there, Granny. And And there are people who still think that way. Uh, and and in today's society, unfortunately, because of social media being what it is, we think that if you have an opinion, that makes your opinion automatically right. And that's the slippery slope. An opinion isn't a fact. And and a fact isn't based on opinion, it's based on evidence. The idea that, that hockey will be stronger if if it grows is just a fact. So if if what Vegas is doing calls to attention the fact that it's still a really white sport, good. I don't have any problem with turning on the TV and watching a draft and seeing that it's predominantly American and that these are people of color. These are minorities. I wouldn't mind that at all. I think that would be awesome. And I know there would be people up in arms. And I know there would be people who are upset. And you know what? That's just how it works. Um, again, with today's uh, social media being the way it is, racism doesn't get called racism anymore. Uh, it's it's pride in, in yourself. It's, it's, it's wanting to keep things the same. And why do we need to change everything? And this silly social justice warrior term. And I don't agree with everything that gets said on either side of the aisle. I don't agree with everything said on the liberal or the, the conservative side, but for God's sake, it's hockey. It's hockey. And there are instances in, in certain places of the U S where inner city kids are playing hockey. This is what they're doing. And I think that should be encouraged. And I think what's going to happen in the coming years is the NHL will continue to make inroads. I don't think it's ever going to reach the heights of the NBA, the NFL, or, or Major League Baseball. But I, I really think that the right combination of figuring out how to stop having lockouts and just having a more in, inclusive feel to it 
Because I think a lot of it is perception. Like, for instance, I'm, you know, I'm going into Vancouver tomorrow night, and and in Coquitlam, I'm playing a road hockey game with with subscribers to the channel. I believe that everybody's white, except I think there might be a couple of guys there who are Asian. So people going by might go, mm, that hockey guy, he 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 likes his white people. It's just not the case. So if if a Seth Jones and a PK Subban, Malcolm Subban. If Jordan Subban ever makes the NHL, if it helps make inroads, I don't see the problem. And I find it so weird because, you know, this hockey is for everyone movement gets going and it's about minorities and it's about, you know, gay athletes can play it. And people get so scared and I, I don't understand what it what they're scared of. I don't get it. Which all circles back to Willie O'Ree. Oh, what does Willie O'Ree have to do with this? Everything. I get an autographed Willie O'Ree card sent to me, and I've had people telling me, you know, you should do a video on Willie O'Ree. And that is kryptonite for the exact reasons that I've outlined prior to now on this broadcast. It is kryptonite to talk about Willie O'Ree because the comment section is going to turn toxic. YouTube could turn around and say, that's a little too uh, controversial for us. And, and so then, A, the video doesn't make me any money. B, it causes a lot of people to get angry and and see then i'm stuck moderating comments between um just ignorant people and 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 potential racists and i, I try to stay out of it you know i do see comments and shake my head and say wow that's really non-inclusive and that's that's as close as i'll come to saying it um that's really non-inclusive of you and i, I would recommend to people who are uh, listening to this that when you see a comment that's just really wackadoodle just say that's really non-inclusive of you and leave it at that um and it's it's part of the reason why you know as as a youtuber i i have to moderate comments as much as possible i know other youtubers just let it become a free-for-all and just ignore comments i can't i started with a platform two and a half years ago and i'll be damned if i'm gonna just let it go now i can't i can't do that I can't do that to my subscribers, and, and I can't do that to people who might be, um, you know, of uh, people of color, minorities, or people who might be gay. And I hate to break this to people who might be listening to this. I know of two people who are subscribers to the channel who are openly gay. And I know they are. Yvonne knows they are. And I don't have a problem with them being hockey fans, because guess what? Everyone's allowed to be a hockey fan. And it, it doesn't hurt. They can't turn you. you. You can't, like, touch one's arm and then go, oh, I'm attracted to men, or I really want to redo this, this bedroom. It doesn't work that way. It's okay. And the idea that we can all exist in the same space shouldn't be revolutionary, and it shouldn't be controversial. And the idea that, you know, people, minorities can be, can be hockey fans shouldn't be controversial. I look at, uh, right now, the, the Vegas Golden Knights, the huge, great, fantastic story of Carnell Johnson as, as their, their anthem singer. And guys, the guy's amazing. And they've got a great record when he sings. Well, here he is. He's a visible minority. He's a hockey fan now. He wasn't before Vegas came in. He is now. He's got some reach on social media. I'm sure other people in his family have become hockey fans that may not have been before. I have seen just today on the channel people talking about how uh, they're Americans and they have people in the people that they work with who didn't never watch hockey, but because of that pregame show, because of that spectacle, they watch the game. 
These hockey fans watch the game. The ratings for game one were 7% higher than last year's game one between Pittsburgh and Nashville. And in Canada, they were 4% higher. So this isn't a Canada States thing. This is interesting to people who are casual fans everywhere. And then I see silly comments like, well, the casual fans are going to leave. No, casual fans become hardcore fans. That's kind of how it works. I wasn't a hardcore hockey fan when I was a little kid. I watched a game here and there. Playoffs rolled around. I watched as much as I wanted to, but I still went out and played with my friends. I still missed games. I would still come in and say, Dad, what was the score tonight? Like, I didn't watch every single game. I wasn't a hardcore hockey fan. That evolved over time. Sure, some of these casual fans you went over through these outreaches into various communities are going to flop. Sure, some of them aren't going to be hockey fans for more than, say, six months or a year. And some are going to be fair-weather fans that when the team's doing well, they're fans, and when the team's not doing well, they, they, they put the team down and they don't care. And you know what? Those exist in every single city. They're in Vancouver. I've seen them and I've met them and I've talked to them. And they're all over B.C., I've talked to them that when the Canucks are doing really well, everything's great. And when they're doing poorly, everything sucks. So for, for me, it's, it's always been a matter of trying to, to weed out uh, the, the good discussion from the bad. And that's kind of why this is going on a podcast instead of in a video. Because I don't think there's a way to cover this in a video that won't turn into some kind of a flame war or some kind of an argument or something along those lines. And I, I'm not sure how to approach it. And it, it does deserve video content. It does deserve to be covered. And I don't want to be seen as, oh, well, Shannon won't cover that because, you know, really he doesn't. Ugh. There was a comment I deleted today that said I was a white supremacist. I'm like, wait, what? So I just deleted the comment and blocked the person. I'm like, yeah, you're gone. <sighs> like, you know, and it was on the video I did on how, you know, hockey, I think hockey's awesome. I think everybody should be watching it. And that got 12 down votes almost right away. And I'm like, seriously? I'm just sharing my passion to the game and, and trying to talk as if, as if this video might get stumbled upon a week, a month, a year from now by somebody who's just thinking about getting into the game, maybe because of Vegas, maybe because of Seattle getting a team, or maybe just because they're casually interested. We cannot have hockey grow without advertising the game. And there's a portion of hockey fans that have this exclusionary feeling like, no, 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 this is our game. This bo- and you'll, you'll hear that, and I, I hear that a lot, like, well, this is Canada's game, this is for us, this is for Canadians. It's not for the Americans, it's not for them. And I, I don't care if we get them. Well, okay, but the NHL does, and we should. Because if, if a sport isn't growing, it's shrinking. There's, there's no in-between, and, and there's no league that isn't either growing or shrinking. And thankfully... Thankfully, the NHL has been growing for the last 30 years, but it hasn't been growing at the rate that I think it could. I think we could do a lot more to get uh, to promote the game. And I look at the number of subscribers I got and I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I can I can help, you know, maybe. And I was thinking about different ways like to I don't know if outreach is the right word, but just talk to people who are casual fans. I'm, I'm tired of seeing. People online getting getting bullied because they just became a fan or girls getting bullied because women aren't allowed to have an opinion on a hockey game. Like, what the hell is that about? And and Or being told they're cheering wrong. You're picking your favorite team wrong. You're picking your favorite players wrong. That's not a reason. It's like, it doesn't matter. Not everybody has to be the same. 
The idea is that it's all one community, yes, but we don't all have to think the same and we don't all have to look the same. And there's there are people who seem to want it to be this homogeneous group. And those are the people that are going to have the hardest time in the coming years because I think what started this season with with Vegas growing the game in a brand new area and with the fact that some of the faces of this franchise, some of the ambassadors for this franchise are in fact young black men, I, I really think that it's going to help foster a, a new growth of the game in the States. Uh, somebody said on, in the comment section today, said we could look back at this season and see it as Wayne Gretzky 2.0, doing for, for the game in the States what Wayne Gretzky did when he went to L.A. I think that's an absolutely astute observation. I think we could be looking at it that way. And if they expand in Seattle, this is part of the reason why I'm okay with expanding to 36 teams. Because, yes, I understand the game doesn't make the amount of money that they should or the amount of money that they can. But if they expand into other non-traditional markets and if they can take this groundswell of support and if they can give expansion teams a decent team out of the gate and a decent shot at making the playoffs, you know what? This can go a long way. And we could see teams back in Kansas City. We could see a team back in Cleveland under the right circumstances. We could see Houston thrive in the NHL. And and maybe even at some point Portland gets in there. The exclusionary, closed, closed-off community um, that, that hockey has often been, I, I really think that's going to go by the wayside. And it's going to be hard for those people. It's going to be really hard for those people. Because there are going to be a lot of casual fans. And there are going to be a lot of women... And there's going to be a, a number of visible, visible minorities. And when I'm reading articles that are dated this year about players in junior hockey getting racial slurs thrown at them during the game, and nothing gets done about that, but when they uh, fight back or they mouth off at the other team, they end up getting fined by the league or whatever happens there, that shows part of the problem right there. And And again, the NHL has a long way to go because every time that... Um, that you turn around and the topic of a minority comes up, whether it's Willie O'Ree's anniversary of playing for the Bruins or whatever it is, there's the ugly side that comes out too. So as a community, I think it's really important that that we as fans can do a heck of a lot to make the game look better. I think we can do, as fans, I think we can do as much as hockey players, hockey coaches, anybody. Because we as a community can say, yeah, what that guy said, we, we don't believe that. That's just crap. And too often, we just turn around and go, eh, he should just grow up and get a thicker skin. Who cares? And it's not that simple. It's just not that simple. But anyways, that's enough rambling from me, uh, enough on the topic from me. I understand this may be a little more serious than you should, but like I said, I, I can't do a video on this because I know... The comment section would would probably give me cancer. I just I, there's there's just no way around it. Um, it and it's it's too bad. I'm I'm hoping that at some point I can do a video around this topic or something like this, and then we can, as a community, work on what we need to work on, and take whatever steps we need might need to take. Anyways. Uh, thank you guys for for listening to this and for um, for subscribing to the podcast if you have. And uh, yeah, um, I will definitely be talking to you guys again soon.